Money FM 89.3, the best of the breakfast huddle. The bigger picture, only on Money FM 89.3. Money of M89.3. Good morning. It's the Breakfast Huddle with Elliot Danker and Ryan Huang. It is time now for the bigger picture. And since it is the first trading day of the brand new year, you might be wondering what does the year ahead hold for the global economy and markets? Yeah, that's a good question. And this is going to be something in focus as we chew on the latest data, at least something positive to share about. The Singapore recovery for its economy held up last year based on the latest numbers this morning. So we We saw a strong year-end performance with the GDP growing at 2.2%. So for the year, it makes it 3.8%. That slightly beats the government's projections of 3.5% for the annual number. We'll unpack this in a moment and other things on the Investor Radar with the help of Matthew Taylor. He is the Senior Director for FCI Consulting. Morning, Matthew. Morning, everyone. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, Matt. Now, let's do a bit of a recap first on last year. How did everything play out for you in terms of expectations? And of course, how things really played out We've been seeing so many negative headlines. Yeah, well, it was an interesting year, wasn't it? Because we, of course, saw this significant economic recovery out of the pandemic, you know, two years of lockdowns and all the challenges that we faced. And then last year, you know, things really started reopening. But of course, with that came the huge inflation headache that we had to deal with globally. So that really put the handbrake on markets, so to speak. So it will be interesting to see whether or not some of those themes continue again over 2023. Mm. But for the year of 2022, it wasn't a fantastic one for investors out there. I'm sure many of the people that are listening now uh, would agree with that. If we take a look at just some of the performance of global equity markets, wasn't the best year for returns and investors will clearly be hoping perhaps for something uh, a little bit better this year. But just to do a little bit of a rewind before we you know, kick off uh, the look at 2023, markets in the United States sold down heavily. Of course, the uh, the Dow Jones Industrial Average, those 30 key US stocks declining over the year by almost 9%. The broader S&P 500 was lower by more than 19% for the year. So it logged its worst year since 2008, which was, of course, during the global financial crisis back in, you know, more than a decade ago. And of course, the NASDAQ, now it was the stock underperformer. It lost some 33% over the year. It is sitting there, though, at its lowest level since July of 2022. Because given what's been going on with rising interest rates, uh, that really had an impact on tech stocks, which are, you know, highly leveraged. Across the region, though, here in Asia, things were perhaps a little bit better. Uh, The Japanese market off by about 9% for the year. Hong Kong down by about 15%. The Australian market off by 8%. But one of the big outperformers uh, was us here in Singapore. The Mm. Straits Times Index actually up by around about 4%. So it did better than many of the other markets uh, around the world. Some of those major themes that we were just talking about likely to continue dominating headlines as we move into 2023. Yes, it appears as though the inflation picture may be moderating. That will raise the question of just how aggressive then central banks will have to be going forward. Will they need to continue hiking interest rates significantly or are we done with the moves by central banks but then we've also got to ask ourselves the question were central banks too aggressive in trying to get inflation under control across 2022 and is that going to have tipped 
the global economy, or at least parts of the global economy, into recession. So, you know what? There are no easy answers again as we move into 2023. Yeah, there's a great wrap-up, Matt, of what we went through in the past year. And of course, a lot to adjust to in the coming year, including the reopening theme of China. Now, what else is going to be stirring market sentiment this week, Matt? Yeah, we've got some big data points to digest this week. So we're really hitting the ground running as 2023 starts. A number of important releases. We usually always touch on this one, which is the US non-farm payrolls report, which is essentially the key job numbers out of the United States. They're due out towards the end of the week. Uh, Again, we're expected to see a robust picture when it comes to jobs growth. 200,000 jobs expected to be created for the month of December, although the jobless rate is expected to tick up slightly to 3.8% from 3.7%. Talking on that theme around inflation in the Eurozone, we will be getting key inflation data there. Uh, and this is important given you know, what we've seen when it comes to energy prices, particularly in Europe as a result of the geopolitical concerns. Those key inflation numbers are due out on Friday. And annual inflation there is expected to fall uh, on a year-on-year basis below 10%. So this will be an important number Uh, Just for people to check the if inflation is actually coming down as, you know, central banks have been trying to engineer. All right. And just to look ahead to what's coming up in terms of the economic outlook, we've got the fourth quarter GDP painting a bit of a picture of what's to come. Of course, we talked about the 2.2% growth in the final quarter. That slightly beat the consensus forecast of 2.1%. We had Prime Minister Lee Sen-Lo giving a bit of an outlook as well. What can we take away from all these messages? Yeah, so it was uh, some good news when it comes to the Singapore GDP numbers uh, that we got out uh, just a little bit earlier on today. As you mentioned, that Q4 number, 2.2% year on year. It is significantly slower than the third quarter, though, which uh, printed at 4.2%. But the number for 2022, I think, is what a lot of people are going to be looking at. Uh, That was growth of 3.8% year on year. And that's better than the expectations out there, as you've been highlighting, uh, that the Ministry of Trade uh, announced just a few weeks ago, uh, where it said it expects growth to come in around about 3.5%. So we came in better than that, which uh, perhaps suggests that you know, all of the metrics that go into formulating these expectations, perhaps some of the people that were crunching the numbers were a little bit more pessimistic than what they actually were because the number came in stronger than expected. Of course, for this year, the Singapore government is expecting growth in quite a wide range of something only between half a percent to two and a half percent. But this was something that the Prime Minister said in his New Year address to the nation. He warned, though, of slowing growth in Singapore and that the United States and the Eurozone may enter a recession and that there, of course, may be impacts for us here uh, in Singapore. But interestingly, he also said that Singapore may lift some of those final mm. COVID-19 curbs. Of course, we've got to watch the situation with China now reopening as well. But I was trying to think what the existing final curbs may be. It would just be wearing masks on public transport, right? So I imagine a few people would be quite happy about that. And just one more thing on Singapore as well. We've also had the GST increase as well by 1%. That uh, came in on the 1st of January as well. So let's hope 
hope that perhaps any potential taxation increase then doesn't crimp demand or crimp spending in the economy as well. Yeah, let's hope you've done your shopping before the hike, Matt. Now let's end things off on a fun note, New Year's resolutions. Mine is to mop my floor once a week, so it gives me a bit of a me time. What's yours, Matt? I haven't really thought about it, to be perfectly honest. I think I need to start cycling again more. I really got into it this time last year for about six months, and then I stopped, so I've got to get back into it. All right. We'll catch up with you again next time. Matthew Taylor, Senior Director for FTAC Consulting. Thanks. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SPH Radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.